Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, this is the Beluga Tunes podcast, Andy here, thank you so much for listening to this week, well, just, you just started listening to it, uh, to this week's episode. Yeah, um, this is where I have to go and get my cheat sheet, or, the, or basically the folder in which I, I saved all of the MP3s, uh, just, just so I, I know what it, what it is that's actually happening in this week's episode. I talk about Mary Poppins, and that was a delight because Mary Poppins is one of my favourite films, and that's what landed in my lap at the end of well, well the, during last week's episode. Where, yeah, um, because all all of these films, the films that I talk about on this, this podcast, are chosen randomly. I have no control, uh, and it's it's funny because I've yet to have a genuinely bad film. And that's probably tempting fate. We'll have to find out later on uh, what what the next film is going to be. But in the meantime, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is this week's uh, film. And I talk a lot about Cow's Play because that's becoming quite a big thing over at BelugaToons.com. This is a continuing art project. You'll hear me talk about it. Um, But the exciting thing is I'm looking for requests now. I really want to try and get um, more people involved and uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm actually uh, there are some ideas some things that I didn't actually bring up on 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 this this week's episode because it's not confirmed there's nothing um, anyway that, that's 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 cow's play if you don't know, if you don't know what cow's play is then you haven't been listening to this podcast obviously because uh, it's one of the things that I don't shut up about. But, uh, yeah, you'll find out about that later. Yeah, there is also the six-minute shout-out. And I mustn't tell I mustn't tell anyone about it yet. Otherwise, it will spoil the surprise. And I did spoil the surprise a few times in previous episodes. And, finally, I also talked about Beluga Weekly number nine. I went right back to number nine. So, yeah, um... Find out what what I make of that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it is now time to roll out the red carpet, um, get some shandy and pizza. Well, that, that that's that's my meal of choice, <laughs> and um, uh, so so yeah, Mary Poppins. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to be talking about this week, and also. We're about, we're about to find out what the next film is going to be. I have to say, Mary Poppins is one of those films that I just cannot grow out of. 
It, it's just, it, it seems to get better every time I see it. And I feel like, um, obviously, I, I do have a nostalgia for it. It almost goes without saying. It was a film that I watched a lot as a child. Um, and I think what's interesting, though, is that um, as a child, I, I felt like it, 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 was, it was simply a story about this nanny who um, comes to this family and does magical things. Um, and, and obviously that, that, is, that is part of it. That's a significant part of it. But when you watch it as an adult, you start to realise that the family are actually kind of the, the more important part of the plot. Because uh, when you think about it, there are a lot of moments in, throughout that film where you don't see Mary Bobbins at all. Uh, and I actually think that the the intention for that is because you really have to be able to see how these people's lives are being affected by her visit. Um, the fact that everybody in the house, apart from George Banks, feels so much happier the day after she arrives. Uh, and just everything starts to transform into this beautifully jolly, jo jolly holiday <laughs> of, a, <laughs> of a life. But um, the the job isn't done because uh, George Banks is is kind of refusing to change. He he's always singing the same song. You kind of notice right up until the end when they do "Let's Go Fly a Kite." The song that he sings is pretty much the same thing. It has different lyrics for each time he, he sings, but it's because you know, he is um, he's so much in, in, in his own comfort zone, in, in his little bubble, that he just refuses to do things differently. He wants to keep the tradition, you know. And uh, I, I, have, I have absolutely no idea if uh, Saving Mr. Banks um, did this, you know, Got got this absolutely right because, from what I've heard, they took a lot of liberties with that film. But I think what's interesting when I saw that, um, the kind of things that uh, Emma Thompson as P.L. Travers, um, kind of objects to, I strangely found myself agreeing with. But the, there is a, a bit where she says, you know, she she didn't come to save the children because, you know, as far as she's concerned the father is the more important part of it. That's in the film adaptation. No one can really say if that's absolutely true because when you think about it, not only did they take liberties with Saving Mr. Banks, but the real P.L. Travers, um, we, yeah, we don't know what was going on inside her head. Like, it, It's always a bit of a mystery as to why authors never seem to like their, 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 films being made, their, their books being made into films. But I think it's. I think what they actually did extremely well was the kind of Christmas Carol scenario where you have this character who just who who won't give you know who won't be generous. Um, he, he he feels like he doesn't have time to give, and that that's really where the the you know the the big obstacle lies. Um, and well, yeah, I've had lots of time to think about this. As you can probably tell, I'm 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 kind of 
um, analyzing. Um, this, this is probably the most analytical of, of these segments that I've done so far because it's about a film that I, you know, it's just been with me for so long. And um, one thing I just want to mention before I forget, um, there there is a Disney December of this because I always feel like um, as as I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not an analyst. <laughs> I um, I only talk about these films in the way that you know. Just as just as a way of thinking aloud, as as all of these segments are really, so yeah, the the Disney Semper with Doug Walker giving his take on Mary Poppins. I mean, he you know he seems to have a much of the same opinion as me, but yeah, uh, I think it's worth it's always worth look, looking at his videos. He he does a really good job at describing you know what's really good about it. He he does find some things to criticise. I think because my only criticism, and this is I'm kind of just. Um, going from what, what my sister once said, that it is actually a very long film. <laughs> it's it's um, nearly two and a half hours long, and you know whether or not that's a good or a bad thing. Obviously, that, that's that's down to the individual. Because I generally don't find that long films. Because you know, the, I think the Abyss was much longer, and and I didn't have a problem. I didn't, I didn't really get that bored. <laughs> I wouldn't say. <laughs> I think it, it it managed to keep my attention. You know, yeah. Being the, the huge blockbuster that it, it was, um, yeah. Um, so it's just a classic. <laughs> That's really all I can say. I, this, this, I, I, I don't think I will. Basically, I, I can answer the question very easily. Would would I watch this again? Of course I would. I will carry on watching it, and each time I watch it, I just I, I notice more things like. I get even more into it. it. Just it constantly rekindles my love for each, with each viewing. So yeah, yeah, don't forget to check out the Mary Poppins Disney Samba video. I think that's on YouTube. It's on the Channel Awesome channel. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So now, internet, please tell me which film will I be talking about in next week's episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast. <laughs> Forbidden Planet, 1956. I have fallen, and I choose not to get up. It is six-minute shout-out time, so let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. Ooh, what would it land on? Will it land on the YouTube channel? Land on somebody else's podcast? Will it land on a Facebook page? Who knows? Well, we'll soon find out. Okay, um... It's landing, landing on Loud Talker by David Vitesse. This is a music video. Yeah, uh, I think it was uh, last year sometime, I think. Um, yeah, uh, I, I heard uh, David's new single um, and I, I, I very quickly, I was very quick to download it and put it on my iPod and it, it's it's been a favorite of mine since then um and i think uh it says here uh from sad dad cruise ship uh out on the 22nd of april that yeah um so yeah, I, I believe that's the uh the album yeah um because i've also been uh, subscribed to his youtube channel for some time and uh just the other day uh uh, the, the the official music video appeared on on his channel and it's uh it, it, it's it's really worth seeing it's a great way to get into 
the song if, if you're not too familiar with his music because um, he, you know, he he started out as a solo artist uh, then sometime after that he joined Hey Ocean a terrific band and I, I really hope that those guys are going to do some more music because they, they, they seem to be I, I heard they're working on a new record um, but it, it seems to be something that they'll probably only be able to I, I have no idea what what it's going to be like because each individual member seems to be also working on their own material for their own albums um so i mean that that is good to know um i'm just you know i'm such a big fan of that group that i i really want to know and, uh, if, if the because they they did have a website up and running uh it, it doesn't seem to to be there anymore uh Hang on, because it was Love Hey Ocean. Uh, now it just takes you straight to their Facebook page, and there's not been an explanation as to why that is. Yeah, um, it says here um, there's, there's a new album from David Beckingham, who I believe is the guitarist in Hey Ocean. Uh, and so his website is. Yep, it's still there. <laughs> Just double checking that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I suppose I, I, I should give him a shout out as well. Um, so yeah, Forest is his new song that, that you can listen to on SoundCloud. That's at davidbeckingham.com. Um, not to be confused with David Beckham. <laughs> I didn't say Beckham, I said Beckingham. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so um, th this is, what's the best way to describe this music? I think because I, I find it fascinating when bands like this come out because you, you don't hear them on the radio so much. I suppose bands like um, Foster the People, that, that springs to mind. Uh, Fleet Foxes, I know that, that these guys are influenced by Fleet Foxes. I know that... Uh, David Vitesi has mentioned that um, he listens to Radiohead. He was also in, I think he was in a, a Cake tribute band. Cake are a, a group that I'm, I'm actually starting to get into. I, I like some of their stuff. I'm, I'm thinking of, of uh, ch checking more of that out. Yeah, because I suppose th this is all of the alternative, this kind of falls under that, the alternative genre. Um, and yeah, I, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> there are certain groups that I've, uh, I've really taken a liking to, that, that, that do this kind of style. That are in this kind of, and I, I think um, it is true that uh, the the radio does seem to, today seems to be dominated with a, a very specific kind of music. And the thing is, I hear a lot of people complaining about it, but at the same time, I am aware that a lot of people also, there are, there are a lot of other people really like it. And I feel like that's just the way it's always going to be. You know, not not everyone's going to to, to, to um, connect with what's popular. Um, and it's a bit of a shame that what's popular can't necessarily be what, what we like. But I found that just, you know, the internet has made it so that you know to me that that's not a problem at all because I'm finding out about groups that I would 
you know, it would have been very, very difficult for me to, to come across, excuse me, without um, things like Pandora or iTunes and like, um, we have all these social networking sites. I always find that uh, Twitter has actually introduced me to some great indie bands and indie artists because um, every so often I'll get a follower who's like, you know, please could you check out my you know, the, this uh, this EP that we've we've just put up on Bandcamp and and the thing is, it's funny with with, uh, with Twitter that they always seem to um, to work things out very well because. It will always be a, a group that seems to to do just the the, you know, the that that kind of music that I I like to hear that I kind of very very quickly respond to, and I don't know how they do it because it's it's just like you know every time this happens every time I get a follower on Twitter and a little message saying hi I've got, you know <laughs> we've got this new record out and I just you know. I now get really excited about that. So yeah, I would, I would say that this is this is uh, David Vitesse. He's one of those artists who um, deserves way more attention. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Way more publicity than he's actually getting. So please... To check out the Loud Talker music video. You guys want to go skateboards? Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the Fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the Fump is? The what? The Fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the Fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The Fump. What is the Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the Fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. 
The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London's Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbrich, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Right, now I'm going to be talking about uh, an episode of Beluga Weekly. Uh, yeah, and... This week I get to talk about one of the good ones, and the the in the this is one that I was actually quite happy with, and I, I still look back at it now and and I, and I kind of enjoy it because um, it is possible to enjoy your own work. That's what I'm learning. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and, and I'm actually going right back to issue number nine. So before I'd even reached the tenth episode of Beluga Weekly, uh, I did this one. Um, and it's just a single panel episode, um, and it, it, it has uh, it, there's 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 an owl whose name is Albert, not Albert, but it's just the the normal spelling. Just yeah, um, <laughs> Albert is looking rather annoyed, and there's a caption that reads. Albert was beginning to regret giving up mice for Lent. And there are three mice surrounding him. One's holding up a sign that says, Owls are stupid. One of them is um, doing the kind of bunny ears uh, thing thing with his fingers uh, up behind Albert's head. And the third is just, you know... um, just he's leaning right up against Albert, and obviously Albert can't do anything because he's he's not going to be eating mice for for the remaining time of the uh, the the holiday. I um I suppose I could have been I could have talked about this earlier when we were actually within Lent, but who cares? <laughs> um, I like this one. Because I think the way I've drawn it, I you know th- this was back when I didn't do anything too demanding, like in terms of the kind of shapes and uh, everything. I think this is an example of the kind of the kind of limit that I I should I should kind of stick to. I think it it um it, it makes sense for me to draw pictures like this because it. it um, I I I think the biggest problem that I face a lot of the time is that I I kind of set the bar too high when I get started on on an image because it is possible to do something that that looks good, you know, without way too much detail. I suppose a lot of effort did go into this one, even though. The attention to detail isn't that great, um, but you know, I, I like the way I I, I did it. Albert. <laughs> he he hasn't come back 
this this was this was his only Beluga Weekly episode. Uh, I like the way I I did the mice. I, I managed to get them looking very cocky and just you know taking advantage of the fact that they're not going to get hurt and that they 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 can get as close to this this owl as, as they want. Um, I, I got the expression on Albert's face down. So, you know, is that kind of annoyed owl look? Because so many owls, like the mostly tawny owls, tend to have the, this fixed expression. It's just like it's almost like the, the, the <laughs> it's a disapproving look. You ever notice that? There's some bitches. They they either really wide eyed and they kind of look surprised, or they they look quite stern and like they're annoyed at something. So I I, I felt that worked quite well. Yeah, uh, there there is one little detail I put in because, uh, you know, when when you have a sign that someone's written, it's always good to to have one of the letters be the wrong way round. So I I did like the R. It is is reversed, and the, all the letters are a bit wonky. Um, one of the things that I I forgot to do because yeah, I, I was still new to this because uh, I was putting the Beluga Weekly logo at the top of the banner. I didn't forget to put the logo in, but I put the wrong one because it's supposed to say Beluga Weekly, but I just put the Beluga Tunes logo because they both look so similar. You know, <laughs> I think I I just I wasn't thinking straight. So I took the Beluga Tunes logo and put that one up there because it, it still it still makes sense because I'm I'm promoting the Beluga Tunes website at this point. So yeah, uh, and uh, it, it it works. That that is one thing that I'm happy with. Uh, there's a very old picture of Eugene. This is before he even he even had a name. He was he was the mascot, but he didn't have a name. Yeah, it took me a long time to to come up with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so um, again, I, I I think that I can learn more from these ones because there's something about just how simple they look. The fact that I I didn't try to I, I didn't make it too busy. Um, I proved that I can do single panel humour. Um, yeah, I uh, I like it. We're going to be best friends. So there, there was no cows play this week because I'm, I'm sort of um, taking a bit of a break. I, I just, I just figured that it might be good for me to um, kind of pause the cows play activity on my website, um, simply because there are lots of other things that I have in mind because I'm going away for a little bit. Um, next weekend and also there's a free comic book day I'm trying to get the um, the, the second issue of free stuff prepared get, get that all covered in, colored in um, I th- I'm, I'm thinking that's probably only going to be available on Google Play and maybe iBooks um, mainly because that's the only way I can distribute it for free well yeah I suppose There'll also be Deviant Art, um, and also I, I, I might internet archive it as well. Um, basically, as, as it's a free comic, I'll, I'll probably put it up on Facebook as well. Just make a gallery for that because I, I did that with the last one. But yeah, uh, and 
you may remember if you if you heard last week's episode, I talked about. Well, I'm telling you this in case you didn't, I suppose. But what what I, but I just want to point out that uh, I, I talked about taking requests for cow's play, because this is something that I was hoping that. I I would be doing when I first started it, because it was about a year ago that I started cow's play and. Um, because the, the idea is that I have these two characters and they dress up as characters from popular fiction. Um, and everybody has, like, uh, you know, a, a favourite TV show or book or anything, you know. So I, I figured this would be a nice thing that, you know, people could make uh, requests for and say, can you, can you have them dress up as... Because I... Um, Basically, um, it has happened recently over on tunesup.com. Some of my followers have made requests. Last week, um, I I ended up doing uh, carrots. It was a (laughs) carrot-themed... You you can see all of this at uh, balloongatoons.com. But yeah, I... um, I'm now working on a Back to the Future one because somebody else on Tunes Up said they'd like to see Tracy and Macy dressed as Marty McFly and Doc Brown. So I'm I'm doing that. I I, I always figured that at some point I'd be doing a Back to the Future cow's play. Um, even though I'm not, <laughs> I haven't watched the uh, <laughs> the Back to the Future films that many times, and it was a long time ago. Like you know, I I see why people love them so much. They are cool. They you know. I just <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, didn't rush out to buy them on DVD. Never mind. Um, that's not important. What's important is I'm taking requests. Uh, yeah, because even though uh, Cow's Play is is going to be absent from Belugatoons.com for a few weeks, I think. Um, it is sort of a mid-season break. That's how that's how I put it on on the uh, on the website. I uh, I would like to hear from anyone who who has ideas for future cows plays. Uh, if if you go to belugatoons dot com, uh, th- there is a, a link that will display to you all of the previous cows plays. So you can go through, get an idea of what's already happened, what I've already applied to this art project. Um, and that, that means you, you can think about what you'd like to see in future because, you know, for example, I did one, um, I, there was a Dark Queen Duck cow's play that I did back in September. Um, yeah, and I, I had Tracy dressed as Dark Queen Duck and Macy as Nega Duck. Uh, so those characters, they've been ticked off the list, but obviously there are plenty of other characters from that show, so, um, just, uh, let me know if you want to see something like that, if you want to see, see more from that, I don't know, just, <laughs> it's up to you, the sky's the limit. Like, think about comic book characters, I haven't done an awful lot of comic book characters, I think so far I've just done, um, let's see, they, they were... Uh, Batgirl and Power Girl for Comic Con last year. Um, 
And I don't know if I actually did. Did I, did I do any other comic book heroes? I, I don't know if I have. Oh, yeah. Um, for free comic book day, they were Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. But, yeah, um, you, you can see all of these. Uh, I, I've also put them put, put, put all of these up on on the Blue Gatoons Facebook and uh, they're on the Blue Gatoons Instagram and DeviantArt. So yeah, um, I've even set up a Tumblr because that way you can uh, instantly just type in your suggestion and use the Ask option there. So yeah, uh, that's that's it. That's that's Cal's play. So. It'll be great to, to to hear hear from you. <laughs> keep keep the keep those requests coming because <laughs> we've only had a few so far. But it'll be great to have more. But on the bright side, we now get cable. The time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. Oh, it's sad. Well, now I'm just gonna let you know about the comic book club which takes place on the third Thursday of every month, 7pm 7, 7 to 10pm. This is at the Goblet's Wine Bar on Above Bar Street in Southampton. Uh, you can check out their Twitter, at CBC Sutton. And also, if you want to find them on Facebook, just go on Facebook and put in the search Comic Book Club Southampton. Now then, uh, in addition to that, I'll just remind you that I have a website called belugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S uh, Yeah, so on there you can find, as I've said pre just 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 a little while ago, there's Cow's Play, there's Beluga Weekly, there's information on the new stuff comics, which you can buy. Uh, at some point, I'm going to put a link. Uh, put, put a link in in uh, a link to my Redbubble store, and you can find this if you just type type in your address bar, Beluga Tunes. You know how that's spelled now. I, I've instructed you on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, belugatoons.redbubble.com, and then you'll be able to you'll be able to have, have a look at all the merch and. Uh, things like T-shirts and other items of clothing, mugs, pillowcases, uh, lots of other things. Duvet covers, I believe. I believe there, there are some duvet covers. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> now then, can I remember? I'm just yeah. Uh, okay, the um, Beluga Teams podcast is on Twitter. That that's at. Belugatoons pod. Simple as that. That's all you have to look out for. So that's that taken care of. Thank you ever so much for listening to this week's episode. Do take care, everybody, and bye bye. Forbidden Planet 19th. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.